We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. I'm Stephanie. You're I'm Robin. Robin. We're watching Gilmore Girls season four. Gilmore Girls season four. We were talking a bit about me going through some old files, and I definitely uh, just wanted to mention that, um, you know, looking through old episodes of uh, We Don't Want to Wait, and there's so many times where it's like we did like five or six episodes of Smallville in like an hour and a half. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I like, and I loved that show. How, how, I know. how did that pull Why that off? Why is this taking so long? <laughs> we are going to race through these episodes. Yes, because bedtime is for the children is in like an hour and 20 minutes, so we have to yeah. at least make it under that. Okay. All right. We're talking about the fundamental things apply. Mm-hmm. An affair to remember. Yep. The Festival of Living Art. Yes. And Die Jerk. Die Jerk. <laughs> Festival All of right. Living Art had nothing to do with uh, Hanukkah. Because, you know, the Festival of Lights. Never mind. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, we have no time for that nonsense. Okay. In these episodes, Lorelai is trying to get used to her empty nest. She's yes. gardening. Babette says she needs to cultivate life. To make her feel better or something. I, I did know. appreciate the tongue twister. Babette bought me a bag of bulbs. Murray, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where is Murray? Murray's not here. Uh, um, pro- Babette promises in the spring that she's gonna that Lorelai's gonna have color coming out of her yin yang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's all this like fungusy, moldy bulb silliness. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a dirt fight, and uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's cute. Um, mm-hmm. But meanwhile, back at ch- ch- uh, Yale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that other show that's going on in the background. <laughs> uh, we're getting used to workout Barbie. Um, but yeah, Rory basically, uh, what is it? This is the one where she's trying to figure out a place to, a place. No, she just, she study. got up late because Paris turned off the alarm because of psychological warfare. Or oh, something, right. and so she goes to the dining hall for breakfast, and she's in her pajamas. And Marty approaches her because he can approach her while she's in her pajamas, because <laughs> she's intimidating if she's not. And and she was like, I, "You are naked. There's a difference between having pajamas on and being naked." So that's she, true. She introduces he introduces her to the breakfast gang, the breakfast crew. Crew. I was like, the breakfast oh. club, you mean? Dorks. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, the girl with the robe. Yeah, the one one note, I, one big note I had for this scene is uh, that's one huge problem with living at Hotel College. You could miss out on the Continental Breakfast. And what are you going to eat if not? Ah. You know, when mm-hmm. you're living at college, you have to go by whatever meal times are, like you're in some sort of a boot camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's also all of this talk about, oh, my little brother and family back at home. Yeah. Like these are their children who just left home. And there's this these little nuggets of they miss home. Yeah. Marty again min- mis- mentions his brother. I'm like, so you're saying you have pro- you have brother problems. OK. OK. We noted. <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to fill out his character here? Yes. With a, Marty's Marty brother with the brother problems. Guy. And he got naked that one time. OK. Um, so, uh, Lorelai is being super rude by totally disobeying the cell phone rule, right? Just like sitting right in the middle of the diner and, you know, yes, you could say, oh, Luke is so anal about the cell phones, but it's just like, he's like, how many rules does Luke post (laughs) explicitly? Yeah, but I mean, the point 
uh, it was a joke because he wanted her to get off the phone. She didn't want to get off the phone when she was talking to somebody she needed to talk to. Right. But when Emily called and she wanted him to make her get off the phone, <laughs> he didn't see her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, shoot, Mom, there's no cell phones here. <laughs> yeah, I just found it so rude that Luke is like, come on, come on, get out, get out. And, and she just like walks very slowly to the door. And keeps talking and then finally finishes the phone call, you know, in the open door and then goes back and sits down. It's like, yeah, like she was waiting for those people to come in so she could go out. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I, I guess, I guess I'm on a Michelle fashion watch. Uh, he had a dark but red button up shirt here and pants. It's a better look for him. Mm-hmm. He didn't look so awkward. Yep. He looks maybe good. I'm just getting used to seeing him out outside of the, the end. Yes. Uh, Trevor. Trevor. Trevor asks Rory out. She's like, eh, you can tell me about that restaurant later. And there's the Trevor police going by. <laughs> yeah. So she turned down the guy just, just because. So yeah. she goes home and tells Lorelai about it. And she was like, oh, you need to date. You've never <laughs> dated. You've only been in relationships. She is such a perv with Thank her you. daughter. It's weird. <laughs> Like, first she's like, oh, tell me about naked guy. You know, it's like your daughter just saw a full, full grown, you know, like a, a full grown boy, like naked, you know, like, is that something to get super excited about? And then she's like, how about data professor? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Uh, you mean like Max? Uh. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I mean, but I thought it was, was a trope. You know, it's yeah. a trope. You're, you know, cute girl at college always ends up falling for the professor. That's true. Maybe Lorelai is kind of making a joke. She wouldn't actually yeah. recommend that. Right. Yeah, uh, that's true. So many things Lorelai says that I'm like, I have to like sit back and go, wait, is she actually serious about this? Yeah. Or- <laughs> She's kidding. Uh, Lane runs in for pizza because Mrs. Kim ordered a bunch of okra off the internet and she's starving to death. Oh yeah. That's, that's the note I was like, and there goes Lane. <laughs> But yeah, the big part of this scene is yeah. the fact that uh, Rory. And then there's all this about Rory's laundry. Yes, yeah, somebody dumped her clothes on the floor. About oh, okay. how would you? Oh, 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 go what? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, is I think uh, our signal is breaking up or something. I'm hearing you yeah. just fine. You must not be hearing me very well. No, it, it must, I missed something. It must have been all the cops driving by. Uh, with their uh, uh, signal boosters or something. Oh, I, I, I don't bet know. that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, saying that the real point of this scene is the whole uh, Rory's rewashing her clothes at home because someone dumped them out when she was using the uh, community dorm, you know, washers. That pays yeah. off in the end. Yeah, it's not easy washing clothes at school with everybody else. Also, Trevor, you know, he's preppy. He carries water everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, which is so funny that now, just a few years later, everybody carries water everywhere. It's so f- – the, the the funny thing about it is it's like, okay, everybody definitely isn't me. I mean I know I need I need a drink you know, I, and I'll grab a drink if I know I'm going to be out somewhere for a long time without any potential of being hydrated. I don't know. But mm-hmm. my, wi- my wife all the time, she's always got some sort of like giant uh, – you know, a thermos of water or something, you know, like a yes, giant sports this, bottle. Everybody has these Yeti cups. Yeah. You know, some kind of cup that keeps a drink 
cold for a long, 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 long time uh-huh. or keeps the drink hot for a long, 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 long well, time. Well, I, I have one of those for coffee at work, but I mean, that's work. You know, you need your coffee. Yeah. But yeah, everybody has water all the time. Like every time we, we'll, we'll just go to the store and she'll just bring a water. I'm like, do you really need to bring that? <laughs> like we're just going to the store. <laughs> And you think See, we're going to water somewhere? I'm not a big drinker. Like, yeah. I don't drink a lot. Yeah. So I carry water to work to make sure that I drink. Because uh, it'll be like hours and hours later and I'm like parched because a lot of time has passed by and I have not drank anything. Right. So I need I try to make myself drink. Anyway, not important. The important thing is <laughs> she thinks Trevor is odd because he has water with him, which fast forward a few years and everybody has water with them. Right. Also important, my wife is weird too. <laughs> Some people just have dry mouths <laughs> and – feel like they need water all the time yeah you know who doesn't have a dry mouth it's natalie and that's not a segue uh, anyway <laughs> natalie how weird are these guest stars on this show this season so who's natalie looks familiar who, who tracy lords was it really tracy lords yes oh my god i saw her and i was like that's tracy lords but i was like yes nah that's somebody that looks like tracy lords but I didn't bother to look it up. But yeah, yep. wow, that's weird. That's, that's that is weird. All right. I mean, hey, you know, she she convinced me of acting. Yes, I mean, maybe she's friends with the Paladinos. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's you know this. I guess that this time she's trying to break into real acting. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember she was in like the Tommy Knockers, the Stephen King miniseries. Um, mm-hmm. There was a couple other things I saw, and I was like, you know, like I'd be like a teenager and be like, hey, <laughs> that's Tracy Lords. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, she just seemed like a normal, you know, waspy uh, kind of lady in this. So yeah, a designer that Lorelai got her number out of a magazine. Like mm-hmm. that's how, you know professional she is Mm -hmm. and it turns out she had worked with emily a year before so lord i doesn't want to have anything to do with her because she's a tattoo to to (sighs) emily you know and uh i i'm i'm trying to be patient with lorelei but it's just so petty it's so i mean it is i mean at first you would think that's so silly who cares but when it gets down to it and they do go antique shopping Mm -hmm. she's like She's going to know how much money we're spending. She's going to tell mom that I'm being cheap or she's telling mom. So, And then who cares? You just tell your mother, like if she gets on your case about it, you just tell her, sorry, I'm an adult. I can take care of whatever that is. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Or you just tell her like, hey, hey, um, I know you know my mother. I just don't – you know. and she goes ahead and does that. She does – she goes ahead and says – explicitly like you know this bothers me or whatever and you know uh tracy but Lord's- even the fact even the fact that she did that bothered emily yeah like, well i mean it's because you know she didn't just go ahead and say hey just don't share my business with my mother she w- was mm-hmm. like promise me you won't work with my mother while you're working with me uh like it's some sort of conflict of interest or something yeah and then that offended emily yeah Oh gosh, just just fight this ongoing fight. I can understand. Yeah. I'm deep into the. I really enjoy the deep family like hurt that goes on. But some of this like petty, shallow shit is really like. Will you get over it. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so because Lorelai convinced Rory that she never dated, that she just had boyfriends, that she <laughs> needs to date. So she goes back to school and uh, tells Trevor, you know, hey, you know, uh, I really like to eat and Saturday night I'll be hungry. And he's like so confused because he's like, <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you turn me down before? And so they decide to go out on a date Saturday night. This uh, that that scene, I was I noted how grown up Rory seemed to be. Oh yes, doesn't? Yes. And I was like, is it the hair, <laughs> or is it just the way she's acting? Yeah, is is, uh, is uh, Alexis Bledel letting her? Like, I don't know if she's how, how much older she is than Rory. I'm assuming like at least a couple of years, right? Um, you don't know, do you? Um, yeah, she's a few older, a few years older. So, like, than is she's she playing? Yeah, is she letting the you know the young girl mask slip a little bit, or is Rory you know growing? And I don't know. It was it was interesting. I was like, oh, Rory, look at you yeah. just talking like a young woman. <laughs> right. I know which, exactly what you mean. Which does like make me think. Like, I wonder what new phase this show is going to swing into. You know, mm-hmm. with. A Lorelai as a you know a young woman, <laughs> and uh, and Rory as a younger woman, but not a child anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, and then the Gilmore Girls are all just like three adult women. Women, yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. Without, seems, seems like a lot if you had to ask this guy. <laughs> yeah, just without kinda. Rory being the child. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, caught between <clears throat> the women. <clears throat> Sorry, I got all. Uh, Flustered, thinking about the women. Um, <laughs> Davy and Colgate. Yes, uh, Colgate. What a what a name to to curse a child with. Yeah. So my, my apologies Su- to all the Colgates out there. <laughs> yes. So since Suki knows it's a boy, she's so afraid uh, to l- let slip the sex of the baby. So she has to, you know, be upset about the name, about naming the little girl Colgate. <laughs> right. She doesn't want to show Jackson the sex of the baby. Uh, oh, oh, I noted in this scene that Sookie's belly, they're like walking around outside. Sookie's belly is very round. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a little fake looking. It just seems oh, a yeah. bit, a bit too perfectly round. I, I don't know. Yeah, that and also, you know, when you are really pregnant, your breasts are like really pregnant. Oh yeah, that's too. <laughs> and and her chest is just kind of normal looking. <laughs> Maybe her cheeks would should have been like some makeup added to her being a little more puffier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never seen a pregnant woman before, so no idea what <laughs> this is all about. Uh yeah. So uh yeah, Sookie tells her off because she's being dumb. Um, and it's, this is now interfering. Her dumbness is now interfering with, uh, the, you know, making the dragonfly look amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because they, they found a designer that wanted to do purple, 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 mm-hmm. purple, purple. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so Lorelai goes into the diner and Luke is like, you know, so-and-so called and this and so-and-so called that. And I am not taking messages for you. And she said, oh, did my package come? <laughs> She said, sorry, people know I'm here a lot. Yeah. And then it turns out that he is, uh, he's uh, irritated because of these Yankee tickets that he and Nicole were supposed to use. And he says, never plan for anything more than two days in, in advance. I was like, yes, thank you, my my guru, Luke. <laughs> that is That sounds so perfect. Like, he is, he is 
like I don't know, like a like a proto Ron Ron Swanson. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I I really dig a lot of the stuff that you know he he comes up with. Ter- terrible anti-social stuff, I know, but <laughs> uh, also just being kind of pragmatic, you know, seeing things like not not believing in a lot, you know, and he's obviously he's been through some hurt, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're it's funny that Lorelai is doing all this stuff to irritate Luke, and Luke is getting super irritated about the whole Nicole situation. And really, this is almost prepping, you know, Luke and Lorelai to to have have themselves a a, a little bit of a break while uh, Luke sorts his uh, Nicole stuff out. And um, Lorelai, God, please, I I don't want to get ahead of myself, but Digger, <laughs> anyway. <sighs> well, I mean, when he came on, didn't you know? Didn't you know? No, oh. I- I am waiting for, you know, just like there's this buildup of no. when will Jason and Lorelai <clears throat> meet up and have a conversation? When's I was hoping it was going to be that that plot was going to be done in an episode and that Richard would, you know, see that, you know, like realize that what I don't know. We'll get into it. But I just yes. I, I, I thought he was he wasn't gonna, like he doesn't seem very I mean, I don't know who the actor is, but he doesn't. He's not very memorable. <laughs> yeah, I, I say the first episode, he's, it's a little difficult for him to get into the swing of things. But by the time he gets, we get later on. To the dinner? To the, yeah, I think Even him then, and Lorelai are, like, are da 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 da. Yeah. I just, I'm not feeling him. I'm not feeling him. And I'm a little irritated because we just forgot all about um, the last guy, Billy Burke, who was. You know, man's man. He's a nice guy, and uh, and uh, he's just gone. He's all of a sudden just disappeared. Well, that was last season. We are not looking behind last season. We are not talking about Jess. A lot of things that last season just didn't happen. It's just yeah, you know. it's true. It's true. Well, I'm glad Max is up on the farm and he's doing good with all the other ex boyfriends. Yeah, so. I mean, there's a little bit of Dean. You know, even though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. N- now that Dean's married, maybe we won't see Dean again. Maybe we're done nope. with him. No, nope. Rory and Dean and Rory and Jess are definitely not over. Neither of them. And they're okay. definitely going to come back into the picture right around the same time. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Rory's right. finally okay. going to go out with Dean. Everything's going to be fine. He's going to get out of his marriage. And Jess is going to come back to town. <laughs> Being like, listen, Wayward Pines didn't work out. My dad's a jerk. I don't and, like uh, California. I like the beach. Too much sun. Too much I like sun. The East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I love books probably more than Dean ever did. <laughs> anyway, I'm not listening to your feelings. Just do what I do. What I want to do. Isn't that so, attractive? Anyway. <laughs> so Lorelai, because this is the night that her and Rory oh, yes. usually watch movies. She invites Luke over, and I like this that there's like no subtext, no. No, no no romantic anything. This is just, I'm going to watch a movie tonight. You need a break from the stress of the divorce. Come over. You've never seen these amazing movies, and I'm going to introduce these movies to you. Bring food. Yeah. I'm going to order food. There's going to be lots of food, and we're going to watch movies. But there was a potential of subtext. That's what I was into. They were sitting close together on a couch. That's yes, what I was all absence, about. The absence of subtext was the subtext. Yes. <laughs> 
it was so hot when they just sat next to each other for a while and enjoyed each other's company. That's and, that's the hotness of Luke. And, yeah, and right now. <laughs> she gave him the rules. Usually, yes. he is the rule person, and they're watching movies, and she listed the rules: no talking, no going to the bathroom, no inter- no pausing, no interrupting the flow of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, first off, I just wanted to mention about the whole, um, you know, the whole invitation happens where, uh, she's like, what do you want to see? And he's like, he hasn't seen anything. He's like, just get anything. And this bothers Lorelai. This bothers me too. Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate when I was about to hang out with somebody and they're just like, I don't know, whatever, just get something. I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. You can't tell me something you like. I don't like anything or I haven't seen anything. I'm just like, oh my God. How will I even know? And also, uh, how, yeah. how does she land on Casablanca of all things? Like, yeah, and I can imagine that with you because you schedule and plan the movies that you are going to watch right. so meticulously and yes. so far in advance. Yeah, uh, it, it would it would drive me crazy. Um, so, uh, I mean, I can see that maybe she thinks that Casablanca is like her favorite, the best, the best. Yeah, that Classic could probably be Classic movie it. of all time. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, to the, the actual movie watching scene, I wrote down Lorelai, of all people, says no talking during the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love I that mean, Luke, is, uh, Luke is like, sees the FBI warning. He's like, what's that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> but but I, know, I, I know it does seem out of character for Lorelai, but this is a classic. Like, this is different. Yeah. It, this is not mm. where we mock in MST three K three thousand the thing. However, do you do the? I mean, I know I do. Do you do the thing that that he gets upset at her about, which is just watching him watch the movie <laughs> and waiting for it? And of course, that annoys Luke because he's a he, he just like most rational people is a big no spoilers kind of guy, and he can see that. If she's looking at him for a reaction uh, to something that's coming up, that's a spoiler. He knows yeah. there's something coming. So I'm just saying. I, I love all the movie talk. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, uh, right off the bat, she has to pause the movie because Rory calls. I mean, and that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, I thought you couldn't pause the movie. Our flow's messed up. Yeah. But, I mean, your child calls. You have to answer the phone. Yeah. Get used to it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> she's Rory is always going to come first if there's anything happening here, which yep. unfortunately there isn't. Well, but she's on this date and they're not hitting it off. Their conversation like, <laughs> like does not flow. Like he asks a question and she and her answer just like stops the conversation. And then, okay, yeah. he starts talking about his brothers and sisters <laughs> and his best friend and everything. And he's like, do you have any siblings? No. Yes, she does. What about Gigi? <laughs> That's right. Who? <laughs> There's a baby? I don't even have a father. He didn't come to my graduation. Right. These yeah. people haven't been, you know, we haven't seen them in a in a season, so they mm-hmm. don't exist. No, she she start she responds to like let's talk about our personal lives with like really gross facts about uh mints that are set out at a diner at you know a restaurant. Yeah, people don't wash their hands. I really feel like we knew that and people stopped putting communal food out a long time ago. <laughs> There's a restaurant I go to that has mints they put out. But the thing is they have like a – it's got a cover on it so you can't just reach your hand in there and it's got a little scooper. Mm. 
but it, of course, doesn't protect against the person scooping the mints out and then pouring them into their hands, touching their hands that they just peed with. You know. Uh huh. Yes. They didn't pee with their hands. That would be. Uh, but huh? No, I don't think I could live with that. Live with what? Peeing with my hands. Oh. Sorry, my mind just wanders. <laughs> I'm like, would that be more? No, uh, nah. And he sits beside her, and yeah, it's she just says, "Awkward." She goes, "Oh." <laughs> Susie sits down next to her. So yeah, she makes up a draft story, which I guess backfires because then he says, "Oh, the draft's getting me," and he, he ends up joining her on the other side of the table. Yeah, anyway. or less is yeah. You're uh, telling you fill a draft. It's very ladylike to fill a draft. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Luke is, uh, Luke of course gives like advice as well. He hates dating and he, and he says that he, you know, you don't need to do a bunch of dating to figure out who you end up with. Your gut will tell you whether someone will let him be. He's like, God, he's, he's like, I just want to make like, I want to make a book of Lukeisms because this is another great one. Like a good person that you want to be in a relationship with, you're going to know about. You're going to feel it in your gut. And what's great about a person that you, that wants to be with you is someone that is nice enough to just let you be. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that idea. Like, all right, he's obviously had enough. I'll let him be for a little bit, you know, but doesn't mean that there's a problem in the relationship. It just means, you know, sometimes person needs their own, their own time. I don't know. Or they just need to not be harassed. Yeah, well, like, I don't know. I took that as uh, they don't want to change you. They want yeah, to accept yeah, that, you for who you are. And that's probably know better. You, know you for who you are and just let you be. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. We're, after after Rory calls, then Emily calls and yes. mad because she can't talk to Natalie. And uh, who else can I not talk to? Can I not talk to Rory? Can I not talk to Richard? Can I not talk to my own husband? Yeah, and then Lorelai does the whole thing. Well, well, I'm just going to fire Natalie. Really? After that nice discussion you had with her, you're just going to fire her in order to, you know, what? Spite your mother? Because you really don't want to fire her. You know, you're doing it to make your mother feel guilty that you're firing her. You're not doing it because you want to improve your relationship with your mother. Oh, this stuff drives me crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, uh, Emily, I see you, see you girls on Friday. Click. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter that we're arguing, bickering, or whatever. All that matters is I'm going to see you Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, so I love that Luke falls asleep on the couch and Rory comes home. And it's, oh, look, it, it's like a little family. I'm just saying, just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Lorelai showed Rory hard bodies. <laughs> <laughs> now, didn't just show it once. How, you don't just call something a classic if appreciate something as a classic if you just seen it once. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you say that's a, that was a classic movie, but I don't know. It's it seems like something that she saw a long time ago, like in her young t- like hard bodies. <laughs> it's like a 80s booby movie, I'm pretty sure. Probably has some sort of sexual assault in it. Yes, rated R. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I don't remember it. <sighs> um I'm sure I saw it, but I don't remember it. There is something else we skipped over in this episode, and I'm sorry. Um, I wanted to go back. I wanted to make sure to remember. Oh, yes. Uh, So Lorelai shows up to Friday night dinner without Rory. Rory's late, 
and um, so she she realizes that Rory's not there. She she goes back through her jeep to wait, and then turns on the radio, and it's Andy Gibbs shadow dancing. And then Emily scares her, and Lorelai says, "Shadow dancing was one of my all time favorite songs in junior high." And I was like, "What? What? What?" <laughs> Junior high, really? So, unfortunately, I had to do some math. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, okay. Um, so, again, this is another one of those things we hammer on again and again. Oh, this is the writers writing their own things in here, making, you know, people that are maybe younger than themselves, you know, mm-hmm. like the things that are much older. Okay. Yeah. Here's some fun facts. Uh, Shatter Dancing uh, hit the top of the charts and wrote it for a few weeks in 1978. Wow. Amy Sherman Palladino was born in 1966. So in 1978, when Shatter Dancing was top of the charts, Amy was 12. Okay, so here we go. Mm-hmm. Amy thinking that something is like her favorite thing in junior high. I mean, close enough. She was almost in junior high. Uh, mm-hmm. So that checks out. Now, Lorelai... In 2003, mind you, is 37. Mm-hmm. So you subtract 37 from 2003 and you get 1966. So for some reason, I was like, holy cow, Amy Sherman Palladino made Lorelai Gilmore the same age as her. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so uh, it's just interesting to me. And then I was like, oh, wait, does she, so does she have like a – does she have like a, a, a young daughter? No, nothing like that. But uh, Yeah, this weird thing go, is going on where Lorelai is younger than me and you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I know. <laughs> but at the time, she was older. Yes. <laughs> if we went back to 2003, yeah. I was like 30. Yeah. Or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 2003, yeah. I was 28, 28. Yeah, because you're a couple of years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so it's really weird because, like, Lauren Graham is, like, older than me. So right. it's just weird. So you're saying we should just start watching current shows now <laughs> so we can keep track of <laughs> – Seriously though, I I don't know if you ever do this, and this is just a factor of being old. And I'm sorry to drag this on and on, but um, you ever watch TV and you're like, you're just so used to throughout your life that everybody on the TV is older than you, except for like obvious ones, like teen, you know, teens. Or yes, whatever. yes, we've gotten to that age where we're older than people. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. Yeah. I was watching like The Outsider, and uh, uh-huh. um, there was this, you know, the. Do you watch that show? Oh yeah, we love it. Mm-hmm. I was watching it last night, and the older cop with the gross stuff on his neck. I won't get into spoilery stuff, but Jack, it comes up that he was like, he was like, his age was like forty two, and I was like, there's no way I'm older than that guy. <laughs> and I looked up the actor, and it turns out actually I am just by a few months, but I'm, uh-huh. I am older than that guy who who to me looks older than me. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I don't or know. like, or like, my husband will will see somebody that's like our age. Man, th- they gotten old. They've gotten old. They're old. I know. Or, I got- no, he'll say they used to be hot. <laughs> yeah, we used to be hot too. <laughs> yep, yep. And it, a you long know, bring, time ago. bringing it back around. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing some press that 
you know, because I look for Gilmore Girls things, I get like in my Google feed, like anything that has to do with uh, Lauren Graham pops up. So she's been doing some press for Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And uh, I see like images of her and I'm like, wow, oh, she's much she's older. older. She's so much <laughs> older. Like, like it's, but you know, she looks great for her age. She's just 17 years older now <laughs> than, than what mm-hmm. I'm watching her on currently. Right. Um, anyway, sorry. Time, man. Time sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Lorelai and Natalie, I think Natalie is they 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 don't. She doesn't fire her. I'm assuming. No, because yeah. they really like her. And then, um, oh yeah, you think Rory is going to meet is meeting the boy of her dreams in the laundry room because she saves he saves the clothes and he's uh yeah he's, he's, a he's nice into guy. the Smiths too. Oh yes, they have a lot of and then he starts talking about uh. His brother, I guess his brother got him into the Smiths, and oh, my mom, my yeah, mom, they both she's very moms, cool. So, and they, he's they, oh, but my mom, she's a soccer mom, she's a typical so- soccer mom. <laughs> and then she was thinking, oh, we've got a lot in common. Maybe I'll <laughs> ask him for coffee. And he was like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't, I don't think, mom. I don't think so. But thanks. And then she's just like, you're welcome. <laughs> like. Try to keep it cheery, you know? But it is funny at the end of the episode where you're like, oh, here we go. This is the meet cue. This is when Rory's going to meet her boyfriend of the season, you know, like the college boyfriend, her oh Riley. Uh, but all right. All right. We've talked enough about that episode, among, among other things. <laughs> An affair to remember. Anyway, there was no affair to remember. Moving on. Next episode. No, I'm just kidding. Well, the affair, the affair to remember was Emily is obsolete. <laughs> We've ran into our first problem with this new uh, partnership. Jason is of this new generation and Richard is of the old generation. But Richard's kind of along for the ride. He's, you know, he's not really having any problems with it. It's just <laughs> Emily is the problem. Well, is she or is she, I don't know, like, is he being too much? You know, I mean, she, Richard, you know, obviously... You know, he doesn't want to be stuck in the old ways of everything, but the idea of, I don't know, having new clients for a business and then taking them all to Atlantic City, it does seem a little bit, I don't know. I, I, I think for like, if you're doing like, you know, like a financial, whatever you're, you should, I mean, a nice stodgy cocktail party seems uh, more, but I guess, I don't know. Uh, but the whole point was... Jason's dad is doing that. Yeah. And so Richard wants to do something different than what Jason's dad is doing. Also, Jason forgot where his razor went. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I was just like, while they're like signing their papers, I, I kept on thinking like, is nobody going to say anything about his face? Like, is the actor trying to grow a beard or something or, or, you know, What's going on? And like Emily finally says something about it, but uh, it, it 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 definitely looks like oh look at look at look at little Timmy he's trying to grow some scruff. <laughs> Good for him. I mean, in a couple of episodes later, it's looking a little better. But yeah, I don't know. I wonder what that was all about. I'm mean, is it Jason trying to look older? You know now because he's. Working with Richard and wants to get out from under, under his father's shadow. Yeah, wants to look distinguished. Distinguished, yeah. Have a nice distinguished beard. Make himself look older. I didn't really notice at all. Well, I I noticed facial hair, okay? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Kirk, Kirk's, new, uh, Kirk's new idea. Um, 
mailboxes. The mailboxes. Okay, this was weird. Lorelai was like, is this Condoleezza Rice? Yeah, I'm a fan. And her big mouth is perfect to stuff mail into. Her, like, her big mouth is what? perfect for shoving mail into, like that violent of, of terminal. Yes. Wow. I'm a fan. Uh, it's just uh, – it's a little. That's a little weird. I mean, I understand. Probably, it's we're we're is. Are we still in the W years? And, you know, yes. people are kind of still sore about that whole administration. But I don't know. It's just weird to like. <laughs> did you? Yeah, what, did she have a big mouth back then? Uh, I don't know. I mean, no, she's she does. Yeah, I was wondering, was that a political statement? Was that yeah. like I'm a? Why did I'm a fan? But she's got a big mouth to to shove. Shove perfectly. Shove. Also, putting her. You know, uh, a, a black woman uh, politician in the same category as sheep and barn is a little weird to do that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, weird. Um, but yes, uh, oh gosh, the Lulu is coming. It's is, is she coming to town? She's she's staying, yes. she's moving to town. Yes, coming back to town. It's his brother's ex-girlfriend. Oh, wow. And so, and so he's very nervous. He's wanting advice. He wants Lorelai to dress him. She, uh, Kirk, you can dress yourself. But then by the end of the conversation, wear this, wear that. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do that. Have we met his brother yet? No. Yes, we have. He's James Gunn, and he was definitely the sommelier, <laughs> even though nobody will accept it. And there's no actual uh, online proof that it was his name. But that was him, darn it. Okay. <laughs> oh, did you see his pictures where his dog died? No. Oh, yeah. He posted like all these pictures of his dog oh. on on the set of all of his movies, you know, of Guardians. And there's a picture with Drax, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with the dog. Oh, God, so That's sad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a little weird because we both have siblings that are the opposite sex. So I wonder how weird it would be to try to go out with a girl that your brother has been with or, you know, a guy yeah. your sister has been with. Yes, that's very weird because yeah. – um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I did want to say uh, Workout Barbie has the trampoline that is <laughs> – we have the exact same one. It's not as squeaky. It's pretty old though. It's probably it's probably came from this era. Um, oh, Paris is fighting with Jamie. Yep. Tana's watching television. Oh yes, this is the episode where Rory's just trying to get some peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I skipped over a couple notes. Oh, uh, all right. So at the beginning of the episode, Lorelai thinks five courses is a, is a lot. Um. Which I was just like, really? <laughs> that seems pretty. Late for college, if you ask me. <laughs> Five courses. Um, it's been a while since college, so I don't know. Um, how much well, it is, depends how much on how many child take? It depends on how many hours. Yeah, I like guess. it could be like a three-hour class. But like, or like how many days a week they meet? Maybe because uh, even just one class—that's like one class a day. <laughs> if you, you know, yeah, but it doesn't. It, it depends on like if it's a. However many hour class doesn't mean like how many hours it lasts in the week. It means how much time you have to put into it. Mm-hmm. So a class could be like a light class where there's not much, not much uh, uh, work. Yeah, Homework? not much. Uh, uh, the Books? word is not coming to not much lecture. Uh, yeah, not much stuff. 
and not stuff. much work and not stuff, not much material. <laughs> you know, not much. It doesn't cover much material. It's kind of a light class. Okay. So it's only like three hours instead of five hours or whatever. Uh, first we're scrounging. Uh, my next, my next question is: First, we're scrounging coins together to get a an end started, and now they're renovating a stable. I'm certain that the stable will then have horses in them. Yes, right? there's going. Yes, she's going to have horses. Is she just doing the Independence Inn all over again? Because they had a stable with horses, right? Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I guess I've always pictured the Dragonfly Inn as a bed and breakfast. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know how they reacted the last time bed and breakfast was pro- proposed to them, but it seemed like a smaller house. But I, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, da, 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 da. Um, okay. So the Independence Catering Company—that's the name of the uh, of their catering business. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that Emily's like you do know the Independent Catering Company went out of business because of f- food poisoning. <laughs> Yeah, it's because Lorelai did not tell Emily that she's that they started this business, and Emily is just offended that she wasn't made aware of this. Yeah, and that uh, uh, so is this one where Sookie is pregnant? She says she didn't didn't tell her that Sookie was pregnant. Was that the last episode? I don't know. Sorry, I, I don't know. I she's upset about that one. definitely. Um, oh, another political one that I saw. Oh yes, oh yeah. Sorry, the Paris and Jamie fight. Paris is upset because uh, Jamie is going to be president, and she doesn't want to be Hillary and wait a hundred years to get what she wants. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, that uh, that didn't age well. Nope. <laughs> uh, all right, so Rory comes Suki- home. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Suki is practicing making her broccoli tarts, which sounds disgusting. <laughs> and uh, Rory finds her room full of broccoli tarts. <laughs> Imagine a smell of that. Yeah. Just like a small room full of baked broccoli. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Rory comes home because she can't find a perfect place to study. And Lorelai's like, I don't know. How about one of the hundred libraries at Yale? And Rory's looking for the right vibe. So I guess her bedroom was the place that had the right vibe when she was at Chilton. Mm-hmm. So uh, my next note is Caesar has lines. <laughs> yeah. It gives Luke some attitude for making him create, uh, you know, recreate the correct, the, the sandwich correctly. Oh, yeah. Because Kirk is, he's like trying out his date. He wants to reserve a table at Luke's and Luke's, Luke gets mad. And- yeah. And then he's then he's recording himself later on there at the <laughs> diner, and he's he yeah he's ordering everything on the menu, trying to figure out what has the best crumb to sweater ratio. That uh, he also asks how much for the, how much to rent the place upstairs if the date goes well. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, oh, uh, sorry. Something movie related came up. I have to comment on. Uh, Kirk says, "Say." Oh no! Say I was Tom Cruise. Where would you seat me? And Luke says, "In an acting class." <laughs> Excuse me, I haven't watched any movies. I mean, I can understand that if his point of reference is The Outsiders, <laughs> but uh, you know, his his uh, terrible uh, religion aside, uh, do, do you like him as an actor? Okay, I'm trying to place myself back in 2004 uh-huh. and to, you know, what is our perspective of Tom Cruise in 2004? What, what did what was he doing in 04? I think 05 was War of the Worlds. 
I'm, I'm, this is very important to me, so I'm bringing up his filmography. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like Brad Pitt, he was a movie, he was a action star first. Mm-hmm. And I think he, did, when did he do like Vanilla Sky? He was starting to be an actual actor, actor. See, and I think he's I, come a long way and he's actually tried to be an actor. And mm-hmm. go ahead, what? Well, I I know I remember the the first movie I took him seriously in that I wasn't like movie star, but I was actually like, holy crap! Was actually a lot earlier in this in a, a few good men. I uh, maybe just because there's yeah. a lot of screaming in that one. <laughs> yeah, but a few good men. Yeah. Magnolia. Now Magnolia uh, had come out in '99. Now Jerry Maguire. That was good acting. Yeah, that was 1996. So these are all '90s movies. Okay, let's look. In the years leading up to Amy Sherman Palladino's beef with Tom Cruise. And maybe, you know, it maybe has nothing to do with his acting. Okay. Okay. So 2001, Vanilla Sky. Um, 2002. Yeah, that was, that was a little. Oh, I, I, I love that movie, especially the, the, I mean, the flash of film that is Katie Holmes in that movie. That I like the movie, but callback. I feel like he is really like stretch. He's like trying to. Like he, he he doesn't have the chops for that. Well, guess I'm not inviting you to my Vanilla Sky minute. Um, <laughs> uh, so okay, this all right. So Minority Report is 2002. Then 2003 is Last Samurai, <laughs> which mm. I think to a lot of people probably looked a little bit weird. <laughs> like I am the white guy who is learning how to be a samurai. You know, uh, I I. I think I saw that movie around that time and was like, it was, wasn't bad, you know, but 2004 is collateral, which he's great in, Yeah, but uh-huh. you know, that, that hasn't come out yet or maybe mm-hmm. it has come out. I don't know, but then it's war of the worlds. And then, yeah, even like mission impossible three hasn't come out yet. Like when he's, when the mission impossibles, like the mission impossible franchise took a real severe hit from mission impossible two. Even though 2000 mm-hmm. Robin, I was super pumped about that film. Looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, that was awful. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember. I don't remember the first two. I only remember the third. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I I was just like, I was deeply offended because, you know, yeah, again, it's like weird. It's like uh, I, I I will cancel and, not, and hate everything and so many different things. But for some reason, I'm still, I still love Tom Cruise. <laughs> I think it's just uh, he's cast a spell on me, uh, and I can I can admit that openly because I'm not alone. Yeah, I mean, he is a movie star. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, um, okay. So Siki and Lorelai show up with the uh, oh, show up to the for the test, and uh, I love the fact that this we realize oh, this is Siki's first time being here. Yeah, she's like, wow. <laughs> This is where you grew up. This is Citizen Kane's house. Is there a moat? Is there a moat? <laughs> and the maid like slams the door on him and says the uh, servant's entrance is around back. Which is just, oh, God. Slap in the face. Yeah. How quickly Lorelai was replaced. Um, sorry, I'm really looking forward to the, the Atlantis Morissette concert I bought tickets for. There's coming up. Yes, we did record this in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Lori finds a tree. Doing, and oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. That's that's it. Perfect tree fits her back perfectly. Uh, Emily is uh, Gordon Ramsay. 
<laughs> yeah, she's analyzing everything. And I love it. It's like it, nothing could be Sookie's fault here. She's pregnant and, you know, it makes Lorelai run and get plates for, for which I love when Lorelai does an aside to the maidens. Like, you distract her and I'll, uh, uh, you distract her and I'll take her down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's none of this is Sookie's fault. It is the presentation that Emily is a little nitpicky about, <laughs> and uh, Lorelai thinks that she's just toying with them. So, uh, oh yeah, so videotaping himself. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about Digger coming in and saying, uh, like. Okay, Richard did not tell Jason about his plans because he's not yes. used to he's used to Emily just handling everything and he doesn't have to do anything. But yep. he should have asked Jason about the party and asked for his guest list. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, I've already got this planned. We're going to Atlantic City like uh young people and we're going to have fun like young people instead of like old stodgy people in canapé and <laughs> cocktail parties." And right. And it hurts Emily's feelings and because he's practically calling her old-fashioned, out-of-date. Who is he talking about, you know? Uh, you know, and again, again, the Atlantic City thing, it just seems, I don't know. Uh, trashy. Trashy, yeah. I mean, I've never been there, so I can no, and, and I, think, I. I think casinos are a waste of time and money, uh, so that's just me. Um, oh, uh, Lulu is very cute. Uh, She's adorable. We don't get to hear much from her. It's more like, look at, we're waiting for Kirk to like mess this entire thing up. But for some reason, she just likes him and, uh, and goes right along with all his weirdness. (laughs) Um, and, uh, it gets, Oh, I like the part where, uh, Luke turns around and, uh, Kirk is just right there. (laughs) Uh, help, you know, uh, Everything's going good. What 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 do I do now? I know they get in this like argument. You know, well, Kirk is just like, I've been to the bathroom three times and she hasn't left. She touched my arm. What the hell is that about? <laughs> and it's like she's sitting like right behind them. <laughs> does, he, <laughs> does she not hear any of that? But uh, okay. Oh, uh, we have a. I was like, oh, this is a promising moment between Lorelai and Emily. Um, yeah, Emily comes over to Lorelai's house. And Lorelai's wearing sweatpants with Juicy on the butt. <laughs> Which, and, and then she's like, these aren't pajamas. I'm like, no, Lorelai, those are pajamas. Come on. You're not going to Well, they're like, they're like, we're around the house lounging pants, I guess. I just. I mean, people wear those out in public. I've seen I know on they, people's butts. They should but all be. Usually, yeah. They, they they're, sh- they're all like young people. And they should all be talked to. I mean. <laughs> I I would if I had to wear a, a a word on my butt in sweatpants, it would just say smelly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I uh, this this argument, I was like, oh god, she's not saying what she's like. Why she like first she's like canceling it, and she's like, this is your father and I's decision, yada yada yada. And I'm like, Emily, are you yeah. not trying to just repair this at all? Do you really want to send her reeling? You know, like. But thank goodness she actually decides to tell her about what's happening and how it bothers her. And especially now that she's being told that she can go just relax and hang out. <laughs> yeah. And it's an amazing acting moment. Yeah. Yeah. For, 
Kelly Bishop. Kelly Bishop. Second. <laughs> yeah. And then Lorelai's mad and she goes and confronts Digger. So we finally get the Lorelai and Jason scene. I know what we've all been waiting for it. Um, first impressions uh, Lorelai says, You can't waltz into people's lives and take over. And uh, Jason says, I don't waltz, and that sounds a little gay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm completely won over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dismissing that, uh, I was oh, like, oh, but is that sarcastic? No, I mean, yes, oh. yes, it is sarcastic. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't like the comment. Uh, but, but yeah, they're going back and forth and bickering and I'm like, oh God, they're doing the bickering chemistry thing. The writers are trying to do this right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And also like, I was getting so mad about, uh, I just get so mad at the show sometimes. I'm sorry. The fact that Lorelai is yelling at Jason about embarrassing her mother and then and then because of what he did, she also lost out on a job. And, you know, that's a big problem, whatever. And I just wrote like in big capital letters in my notes, like, why is none of this Richard's fault? Richard knows exactly how Emily feels. Richard knows that the, the um, Lorelai was being hired for catering. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming she, he did. I'm assuming he did. I don't mm-hmm. think that was said explicitly, but mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why is this Jason's fault? Uh, is it just because Jason's coming in and she thinks that Jason's like controlling her father or something? I, uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know. It's just tradition. It's just traditional that Emily handles these things and Richard is too busy. Cause in it, is it in this episode? One episode, Richard's like, Emily, I'm just too busy. I have work on my mind. <laughs> I can't handle it. You know, so men are supposed to go to work and that is all they're supposed to think about. Yeah. And then we have this whole thing where, like, he's they we really we see that they've got a pass together. Oh yes. So we got a now 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 we have that added on. Like, okay, they have a pass, so they know yes, each other from before. They, right. They went to uh, camp together. He tipped over the canoe. She was wearing a green shirt and no bra. He was the hero of cabin five all summer. Lorelai was called Umlots. <laughs> I don't know what what that's all about. I don't know why they call him Digger either. Um, maybe, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe that'll be revealed, uh, revealed later. I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, apologize to my mother. Okay. Have dinner with me. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Your mother would hate it. My mother would hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, of course, Lorelai is super happy because this is going to make, um, her mother irritated. Mm-hmm. After how upset she was with Jason to begin with, I oh, so petty. It's so gross to see Lorelai acting like this. I just wish she's thirty-seven years old. I, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Rory, meanwhile, cannot get over the tree. Cannot <laughs> deal with. Not, she can't find any other spot. Even just. Another, the other side of that very large tree, she could just <laughs> lean against. But of course, the view wouldn't be correct, the, the, you know. So she ends up bribing this uh, this kid twenty dollars, so he'll go away. Yep, problem solved. <laughs> Not really. All right. If he comes back, she's just gonna have to pay him again. There's no statement there that says she's paying him twenty dollars. He'll never come back again. So maybe I don't know. Maybe things calm down in the dorm, and she can study in the dorm. I don't know. So that's it for that episode. We should get into Festival of Living Arts. Guess what? What? 
this episode won an Emmy for really? outside for outside for outstanding makeup for a series non prosthetic. Oh yeah. Uh, there's definitely a lot of makeup, at least in the last, like, you know, 15 minutes, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I enjoyed this because you see on Facebook these videos of, of this, these parades of, like, living art, people dressed up like art. Mm -hmm. This would be, this is so creative. It is. It's very creative. I can't imagine Beautiful. anything looking this good in real life, but, um, uh, it is very, very creative. I'd say, um... Well, I mean, we could just talk about it. Whatever. <laughs> at the end of the uh, at the end of the episode, when the 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 art stuff. Okay, so um, I thought when when we first see Rory, like they just do it, and she's in the frame, and I was like, wow, that's really really good. That's mm -hmm. amazing looking. And I'm like thinking, like, is it because I'm looking straight on at it? You know, like, would it look any different from the sides? Because they have the frame there. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the last supper was outstanding. That was mm -hmm. really good looking. Yeah. And, uh, the one thing that I wasn't like a huge fan of was, uh, the Lorelai one. Cause it just seemed like she was kind of like sticking like her head and torso through like a, an already painted thing. So I thought that was a man. I thought she was in a picture with another person. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think she was. Uh -huh. It was really hard to distinguish uh, what was going on there, but it really felt like – like okay, so if there was a man there, like the man also had his like head and torso through an, an, an image that's already made rather than creating the image around them. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it would be like a lot cooler if you actually – Made that it, you know, and it's weird because it's the it's the you, you only see so much of a painting, you can't like decorate the entire stage like a painting, or it wouldn't look exactly like the painting. So, yeah, it's strange. It, um, yeah, but it just felt like that was a lot of like you know. Yeah. I just kept thinking about like those, uh, you know, tourist attractions where you stick your head through like, like, a, like, oh, I'm a cow. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, you have your picture made. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, I guess I could appreciate it. it was a lot more, a lot more than that. But, um, I, I think I was much more impressed with, uh, gosh, Rory, like Rory's was very simple. It's all, it was all about the costume because it's all just darkness around her, which I thought was really cool. Um, and, uh, kind of eerie as well, just how like still she is and steering straight forward, you know? Um, I like that a lot. And then, uh, so the last supper one was, um, I also really appreciated because, you know, like they, they kind of like tilted the table. So you saw everything that was on the table, but it also still worked, worked really well. If you kind of step back from it. Oh, yeah. Really the cool. table, uh, like. Like, uh, okay, uh, Luke was say uh, the table was part of the table was missing, and Luke was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna build this table. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna be sucked into this craziness." He was like, "Ah, oh, the table needs to be made in like a forced uh, perspective." I was in a Last Supper recreation myself. You were. <laughs> do you remember that? Um, no. <laughs> yes, in Raleigh. In Raleigh. Uh, I'm not sure if a lot of people who listen to our podcast, I mean, some of them might be friends of ours, so they might know, um, you know, the whole Jay and Jack community was a big community that I was, I was definitely a part of. I mean, I've, I've remained friends with them, uh, you know, distant friends, but 
always friendly. And, but that group was always, it was huge, you know, around this time, actually. It's <laughs> 2004. So we're talking lost time right now. Uh-huh. Um, where, um, uh, yeah, so we, sorry, uh, my mind just wandered. Um, so they had the big get together down there in Raleigh. Um, and I went down there and they did a whole dinner scene. And we did, we basically recreated the Last Supper at a TJF Fridays <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Uh, if, I, if I can dig it up, I'll, I'll post a picture in the group, you know. Um, so I, th- I don't even know who I am. I'm, I'm pointing and looking angrily at, uh, at Jay. So. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, uh, that was like was that like a Battlestar Galactica reference? What did that not have to do with Battlestar? See, I th- I was because th- Battlestar Galactica. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. Also. Yeah, they did that version. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, me and Morgan went to New York and saw Sleep No More. Mm-hmm. And there is a a scene where they do you know it's uh, Macbeth. It's the story of Macbeth, and they can't do believe a, you a just said that on this podcast. We're oh, ruined. No. We're ruined. But it's beautiful the uh, cool. how they staged it. It was gorgeous. It was like slow motion and the way the lights were done. It's pretty cool. Um, all right, so Gilmore Girls. Yes, Gilmore Girls. Uh, Lorelai, wait, what, what is the deal with Lorelai clipping coupons? I have I no mean, idea. I mean, maybe it's she's trying to keep from Murray the fact that she's short on money because they're remodeling the inn like it's taking a lot of money it's weird because it's like Lorelai is clipping coupons and Rory's like don't do that I you know and I was yeah. like did I miss some sort of dialogue or some sort of like hint of yeah. what this was all about and, and then the washing machine is broken <laughs> I thought is she clipping coupons because she can't afford to get the washing machine fixed like what's the joke here like I couldn't figure out what the joke was uh, I don't know I don't know uh, meanwhile, Lane is having terrible luck with guitar ad- auditions, and I was like, "Okay, this is going to be like a short thing with Lane. It's not going to be too impressive, and it's going to turn actually ends up turning out to be one of the best things ever." Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Nick freaking Offerman shows up on this episode, <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, we've hit the peak. <laughs> no, yeah, not going to get crazy. any better than this." <laughs> <laughs> As a grumpy uh, Jackson's grumpy brother, Bo. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Are they? Is it his parent? Their parents football fans or something? I don't know. <laughs> are they Auburn fans. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, he's he's mad because he's he's came there for the birth, but the baby is not coming, and it's costing him money. He can he's not working. <laughs> uh, all right. So home births. What, what's our ruling on home births? My um. I, go ahead. My judgment First. is why. Why would you do that? Why? I know uh, Jackson, he put the plastic sheet on the bed and I'm much like Lorelai. I'm just smiling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, no judgment. What I'm is the all, appeal? Like- I'm all for who, what, however anybody wants to do this and how they feel. And I am all for supporting whatever, but gross. <laughs> Gr- yeah, gross. Also, like, I don't know, like. At the hospital, yes, it's full of dead people and infections. They also have what's called the medical, <laughs> whatever the, medical e- equipment, medicines, yeah. uh, medicine, painkillers, uh, needles train that staff. help you, uh, train yes. staff, um, long corridors Monitors. you can walk around in. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. Jello. 
Yeah, okay. I'm so, like, I talked to Maddie this week about, like, Netflix suggested that I watch the show Babies. <laughs> I saw uh, that. <laughs> nope. Is it not, because, uh, did, did no, you watch the, interested. did you watch no, the dogs nope. one? No, but I would watch the dogs show. Because uh, it's Netflix by the same is, people. It's Netflix craziness. Yeah, Netflix but doesn't, I, know, I'm doesn't so, know us. I'm so past this baby crap. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in, be- I'm in between here. I am over the baby crap, but know that in the future I will want to be a grandmother, and I'll be all ready for the baby crap again. Yeah, you in can the give future. the baby back. Yeah, I can borrow the baby and be excited for the good stuff and not be there for the bad stuff. You but, can literally uh, say, this is a bit too much for me, hand it back, and <laughs> not see it for weeks. <laughs> not my responsibility. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't care anything about babies. And also the idea of having a baby anywhere other than a hospital is just, it just freaks me out. I don't I like mean, it. Unless you're Laura Ingle Wilders. Ingles, Ingles Wilder. Um, why would you want to have a home boot? Like, and like, I, I'm even, against, like, you know, some people like hang on to the, like, no, I got to have the baby naturally. I got to mm-hmm. push, I got to push oh. the baby through the entire, that tiny no. hole rather than nope. a doctor just reaching in or uh, making an incision, reaching in, pulling the baby out of me and then sewing the incision back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, uh, yeah. Uh, I, why do people hold on to that too? You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Um, and, uh, yeah, Lorelai gets a baby pager. More on that later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, this did not surprise me one bit that yeah. this, I mean, it's not that it, this is so, uh, having a home birth is so much in character with Suki and Jackson, but more of this is just a freaky thing that the show would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's have Lorelai, like, not object, not say one word of anything other than support for Suki, but them just know from the look on her face <laughs> that yeah. she is not happy about this. Mm-hmm. That's how I would be. Or, uh, you know, like my friend that has six kids, like I'm, I'm still like that. I'm like, ah, oh, six, six children, six babies, <laughs> six, eight people living in a house. Yes. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever you want. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm here to support whatever you want, but in my head, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, some other notes we have moving along in this episode. I love Kirk letting everybody at the meeting know that this is my girlfriend. <laughs> Excuse me. My girlfriend <laughs> was talking to you. <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, they do this whole thing with Taylor, uh, having a, there's a Taylor in the other town and, uh, and also, yeah, it's like a mirror, like a mirror, like this town, other town is like a mirror of yeah. stars hollow. Also, what's a, okay. This old woman that, you know. It, it, oh, that this, was really gross. What's that? This old woman, the woman that came that's kind of in charge of overseeing right. the the festival. And Lorelai making these jokes to Rory about this woman being her future wife. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, yes. Oh, like, I was too busy scribbling other things down. It must be. I don't know. Um, yeah, her name is Buff Otis. <laughs> Just well, where, but, did they, where did they come up with that name? Well, the the midwife's name is Bruce. Bruce, yeah, Bruce the midwife. It's just some kind of quirky name. Who I, I was, know. I was, I like that actress. I was, uh, it's a uh, that's Rusty Schwimmer, and uh, she's a character actress. Uh, she was on uh, a, an episode of uh, Six Feet Under around this time, 
and she was good at mm. that. Uh, but uh, not as fun in this role, <laughs> although you know it's not supposed to be very fun. So, right. Um. Oh yeah, like when Rory and Lorelai are at Luke's, and Taylor and Buff are outside staring <laughs> at Rory, and he wants her to turn sideways so they can see her proper. And Rory's says, I'm a Yale student, for God's sake. I know, I wrote that lid. <laughs> That's so funny. I like the proposal that Luke Luke's painting would be cranky guy in a baseball cap. That was, <laughs> that was funny, too. But, uh, oh, God, the, the Kirk as Christ. I mean, this is this is a lot of fun. Uh, this is. I love this. Just, he wants to do research. What's a good book to do research? <laughs> the Bible? Um. And uh, I don't know, just like he's all about the apostles. He's super excited. And then he finds out that uh, the troubadour is Judas. And I'm like, uh. of course he's Judas, that <laughs> son of a bitch, troubadour. <laughs> and I was all about Kirk being irritated at Judas the entire time because <laughs> I could get my uh, my happies out on uh, him being irritated at uh, um, the troubadour, but it is funny, you know. It's like we don't. He, he actually got a lot of lines in this episode, arguing mm-hmm. back and forth with Kirk. So, yeah, and, and he's all hidden behind that uh, that fake beard and makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Ro- Lorelai is worried about flinching again, and that's the reason why. Because seven years ago she flinched. She flinched. And uh, yeah, Taylor is not letting her be Renoir girl again. And, but everybody talks about how she's a spitting image of Renoir girl. <laughs> Which I guess. <laughs> if you, I don't know if you've compared. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen the – yeah, on Pinterest there's a picture of mm-hmm. Rory's picture next to the real picture and Lorelai's picture next to the real picture. Yes, uh, this week's uh, podcast art is I already have picked out. It's the Rory picture and the Lorelai picture next to each other. Oh, okay. Um, then we have the scene where Lorelai and Rory are doing laundry at Yale and I was confused and I guess I didn't catch the whole broken washing machine. But that's that's kind of mm-hmm. funny that now Lorelai is at her daughter's college doing her laundry. Just, <laughs> that's a classic Lorelai move. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so anyway – as the audition is happening and all of a sudden we see who the guitar phenom is that they've been talking about. It is Sebastian Bach. Oh yeah. my God. You know, so weird. It's so weird. It's so it's weird. Awesome. Oh my God. It's yeah. all, you know, it's funny. Um, I forgot totally that he was in this show, but I remember my wife doing a rewatch and like walking by the TV set and be like, is that, is that freaking Sebastian Bach? <laughs> Like, this is the first time I'm actually interested in watching the show now. (laughs) I know. And Gil, he's just so upbeat. He's just so happy to be there. He's just so passionate, you know? God, this guy is so awesome. He uh, just never, ever, ever. Please, please, please make Gil like main cast member. He is just the greatest. Well, Um, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't think he's ever a cast member, but he's there He's he's around a lot. That's awesome. He's, I mean, I could be misremembering. He could only be in three or four episodes, but uh-huh. it seems like he's there a lot. Yeah, there's you know some of your favorite shows. There's some people, some characters that are there just like for a three up episode stint. And you're like, oh my god, that is such a huge character in the show. Yeah, they just make such a huge impression. Like we were talking about Dean's wife on Vampire Diaries. We couldn't believe that she yes. was only in Ariel Kebble. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 
Oh, Zach, I hate Zach. Zach is the worst. Zach is Zach the worst. and Brian, they're making these comments about Gil being so old, about how they're afraid he's going to break <laughs> a hip. And, uh, I am so uh, mad. Okay, so I looked up his age. At this time, Sebastian Bach is 35 years old. <laughs> uh, and these freaking millennials. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it actually came to me that all this time we've been watching teen shows Mm-hmm. I could have pulled a millennial card out at any time through many of the shows that we've watched because we're we're always at least a decade older than <laughs> than the than the people on these shows. Sometimes, most of the time, two decades older. <laughs> and now I am just pulling it out right now. I don't often say this, and feel free to okay, boomer me. I'm not a boomer. <laughs> I'm Gen X. That means I'm cool. Um, freaking millennials here, like oh, seriously. I mean, yes. It's a little weird. <laughs> he's a grown man, but and he's got this long flowing hair and he's just like standing there with his guitar next to these three teenagers. It is so awkward to look at, but god, just the rock that's the coming talent. out of him, the talent yeah. and how excited he is to be a part of this yeah. whole thing. And he they haven't heard him sing yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has I a wonder, beautiful I, voice. I did wonder if they would ever let Sebastian Box sing on the show. And don't don't spoil me, but seriously, kick Zach out of the band and uh, let Sebastian Bach and let it right. just be a three piece because you know Dave's in California. <laughs> um. Okay. So I did want to say, um, Sebastian Bach. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a, definitely a fan of his from being the lead singer of Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved their. Their album with uh, I I think it was just a self titled album with Youth Gone Wild and Oh God Eighteen in Life man that that song like hits hard you know when you're like a teenager and listen to that song you ever, you, do you know did you listen to Skid Row back in the day uh, yeah okay okay <laughs> Eighteen in Life all about like a like someone who like acts, a teenager that like accidentally like murders someone and then gets put away for life in prison and it's just this like the, you know, the music the video video that goes along with it oh my God. I will remember you. Like this is before Sarah McLaughlin's album. Will remember you? Or just, I think it's just I'll remember you. Um, I remember. I remember like cranking that song and um, <laughs> just singing that song at the top of my lungs. I loved it so much. Their second album, "Slaves of the Grind," a little harder. Not as many catchy songs on that one, but still good. And yeah, I just totally lost track of him after that. I mean, I knew he was on, he, he started in Jekyll and Hyde and I heard about that and I was like, oh my God, that must be awesome. But I've never actually seen it. I'm sure I could find it on YouTube if I wanted to, but yeah. Um, uh, I love that play. Uh, Morgan's group, they, in high school, when she was in high school, they did that play okay. and it's a real, it's a really good show. You know, David Hasselhoff. Uh, yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know. But I just got to say, I'm so excited. And, and it's funny because, like, he doesn't look 35. He still looks like he is, he's, like, a, a, you know, in his 20s, you know? Yeah. And, God, the hair. Just freaking rock god. I'm so happy that Sebastian Bach is on this show. I just have to say. And he's just a, he's a, he's a, he's a freaking 35-year-old guy named Gil that has a wife and kids. And he just freaking <laughs> loves to rock. And it's just – I'm just like, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I'm really hoping like like he's just constantly there with that kind of energy, you know? Yeah. Yep. Good energy. 
and he owns his own salmon shop. You know, it's like he doesn't need the money. He's not some loser off the streets. You know, mm-hmm. and it's funny because like I think any show would cast some like, you know, douchey looking mid thirties guy, like more like clean cut, you know, guy to play that character, to really play the comedy up of how awkward it is for some sort mm-hmm. of like, you know, dad playing along with this kid's band. But mm-hmm. I just love the fact that it's Sebastian Bach and the hair and just how awesome he is. Uh, it it, it kind of plays against that. It's like, yeah, he's old, but he's also really cool. <laughs> and you guys should be super psyched. Anyway, right. enough. Uh, Zach is the worst. Enough. Uh, <laughs> enough uh, praising Sebastian Bach, but just wanted to say, really excited. Well, good. <laughs> I'm sorry. And That's I hate millennials. Nap. Well, see, yeah, I did. I don't. <laughs> At least these millennials. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't take it as a millennial thing. I just took it as Zach is. Uh, I know. Douche. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like the whole like, oh, this person's too old. He doesn't know how to rock. It's like, well, excuse me, my generation knew how to rock too. Okay, <laughs> we didn't need Justin Bieber. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, it's getting late and I'm delirious. Okay, let's listen to some Skid Row. Call it. Okay, right. <laughs> all right. Uh, the best part. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Suki and Lorelai are walking to the the town, gonna get some food, and uh, Kirk as Jesus starts this speech, like this yes. motivational speech that's like vaguely biblical sounding. Is this after sipping soup with his hand? Yes. Yes. Lentils. <laughs> yeah, they did that? have utensils back then, and uh, yeah, Lorelai it's a crisis took of like, faith. Let's have uh, – there could be loaves and fishes. <laughs> and Suki says, I had tuna last night or something like that. <laughs> oh, Kirk was great. Uh, yeah, he's awesome in this episode. Um, yes, the the whole uh, – yeah, she, so Suki's still with Lorelai. I like the whole <laughs> descriptive, the ship is too big and the bottle is too small. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Suki comes over at 1 a.m. because she's – this is a typical Suki freak out. She's panicking about not having the baby and the baby won't come out. She's done everything she can think of. And yeah, the ship, the ship is too big. It won't come out of the, yeah. I, it's because I, I ate too much roughage in a kid as a kid. And now my insides are too grabby or something like that. I know. Cause that's, I mean, when you're pregnant, you feel like this baby is never going to come I, out I, of me. I can't imagine. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Lorelai, Pulls out this box from 1984 And I was like oh my gosh Like Lorelai was A teenager in 1984 And Like during the like the Coolest part of the 80s right I mean I was like 9 at this time <laughs> mm-hmm. I was 11 Okay yeah. okay um, Yeah we were still kids <laughs> And by the She's, time we became teenagers, the it, consumerism and marketing and all had taken yeah. over so much. Yeah. I love that Lorelai made her a Bananarama jumper, Rory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was – it was a nice thing because it calls back to uh, the, 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 the flashback last season where Lorelai is the young – uh, you know, in labor and listening to her uh, 99 Luff Balloons yes, on, her, that's right. on her Walkman. 
See, I didn't really, you know, those scenes of the flashback really didn't, you know, because we were just, we were in like the Gilmore residence and we were also in a hospital. So nothing really could scream 80s too loudly except for that Luft Balloons uh, track. But I still was not thinking, oh, this is 1984. But mm-hmm. that's interesting. And, and then uh, Suki calms down and she falls asleep. Yeah, Lorelai talks about new baby smell. What, what, do you like, do you at least like new baby smell? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I know what she's talking about, but there's just some people. Some people are in love with babies. <laughs> oh yes, I, I guess know. my I guess my friend that has six of them uh, is just addicted to babies. Right. And uh, I don't care for the newborn baby. Like it's okay, but it doesn't do anything. I like a big baby, a bigger <laughs> baby, the, a baby, a baby that can interact with you. That's what yeah. I like. My wife loves babies, and um, I'm honest, honestly, if we could parent more than two, you know, mm-hmm. we'd and 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 also, you know, financially support and just without going completely crazy, we probably would just keep having babies because she does love holding babies. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, after two, we're like, oh god. I mean, it, it, it's nice to think about, but we can also, you know, borrow other people's babies if we need to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll let them know. Babysitting yeah. and stuff, but you will ask. You'll ask permission. Yeah, we'll ask permission. <laughs> uh, oh, I love this. Taylor, have a cigarette. I don't smoke. Could you start? <laughs> <laughs> and it's because she wants a cigarette. Miss <laughs> Patty is looking for a cigarette because the right the uh, oh whatever the girl the golden girl that Andrew's flirting with. Mm. She tells her to pull out her bic lighter or her <laughs> whatever. Um. <laughs> Taylor is up there announcing the uh, festival, and he says something in like a lot of Italian, and it's eighty yard. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's like they go back in later, and he pronounces it correctly. Is it when he's announcing the painting that Rory is a mm-hmm. part of? All of those paintings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Oh, I did like the fight that breaks out. Of course, yes. with Kirk just yelling, "You Judas!" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we find out more about Gil. Gil is it? I love it. Gil. Gil is now just a part of the town. All of a sudden, (laughs) I saw the flyer. I thought it looked cool. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, he he mentions he had the hottest band in LA, and the infighting broke them up before the the big tour when they were both supposed to make it big. So it's like he had one of those things where it's like you know, oh, he had a taste of it, and it just went away. It's all gone. And now, finally, he's decided to pick his guitar back up again. And uh, mm-hmm. and it's just – I love the whole thing where he's like – Lane tells him he's in the band and he's just standing there with her talking. And then all of a sudden, he like rushes over and there's his wife and kids. Honey, kids, I'm in the band. <laughs> They're all so excited for him. Yeah. And Lane's got to go back to Zach and Brian and break the news that uh, she just could not tell him no. Too bad, buddy. Too bad, millennials. Mm-hmm. Uh oh yes. Uh so surprise Nicole is back. There's a whole thing. Luke said I love Luke mentioning that he had to fix the table for for Jesus. It's like uh, he's a carpenter, he should have fixed it himself. Yeah. But yeah, this is after Luke was like, I am not work building that table, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And he, of course he did. So yeah, yada yada yada. They decide that they're they're they rushed into marriage and that was wrong. Now rushing into divorce might be also be wrong, so let's pro- postpone the divorce and try dating. Mm, okay. And we'll warn that later, but uh Oh, uh, this is also a uh a political reference when uh 
Taylor is introducing oh, Andrew in the gazebo, our our former ally, France. <laughs> wow. Is but this, I just remember this, that. Remember Freedom Fries? Is this the Freedom Fries time? Yeah. People are so stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, of course, yeah, the big test is Lorelai. Will she flinch? Will she flinch? And then just suddenly the baby pager starts going off. And uh, doesn't Lorelai have a cell phone, by the way? <laughs> Yeah. Why can't they just call? Her, but right? you, you know, don't you remember back in the day there was you would not there wasn't cell reception everywhere. There were times where you didn't have reception. Yeah, but pagers have to have reception too. Hey, the cat's yeah. in here. Hey, cat. Yeah, and uh, at the end, after the festival's over, Rory and Lorelai holding hands are running out to towards Suki's house. All right, and and so we're thinking. Okay, so we are going to find out. Um, a, uh, there's some things that we've been waiting to find out about. A, uh, okay, it, it, you, maybe you have. I don't know about me. What Atlantic City? We're going to see what happens oh. when the Emily and Richard have to deal with Atlantic City. Uh-huh. Um, and also, there's going to be a home birth. <gasps> oh my God! Will you know, will Nick Offerman be able to deal with it? Will, will Lorelai be able to deal with it? Will, will, how is Jackson going to react when his wife is in labor? No. This true Gilmore's <laughs> girls fashion is just like, we're not interested in any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Die Jerk starts off. We find out that Richard says Atlantic City was a success, so we don't see anything, and we just kind of hear about it. <laughs> yeah, this was really weird. Okay, so – they're talking about eat, they're, t- they're eating broccoli, and Emily says, "Lorelai, you need to eat more greens." And Lorelai says, oh, "Okay, Mom, I was going to eat a five dollar bill a little later." And Rory <laughs> says, "You know, the twenties have some pink on them now." And Richard says, "You know, uh, Emily, we saw some of those in Atlantic City." And then they start talking about Atlantic City, and I was like, "That is a weird, twisty road <laughs> yeah. we go down to get to Atlantic City." Right. And Emily says it is garish. Garish. I agree, Emily. I've never been. I, and I really don't know exactly what garish. Like, I would like to see what garish she means. Like, is it like it's trying to be classy, but it's really trashy? <laughs> like, I would like to see. Like, is it too over the top? Is it. It's not authentically classy. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, like, uh, I don't know, just too much, too, too, you know, like basically like gilding, gilding a turd kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Or just like, you know, uh, we were, I don't know, wallpapering something instead of painting it. I don't know. Like it, it's fake. It's fake uh, luxury. Rather than mm-hmm. actual real luxury. Isn't that where Trump's casino that failed was <laughs> in Atlantic City? I told you not to swear on the podcast. <laughs> keep doing. Anyway, Yale Daily News, blah, 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 sale bagels, uh-huh. bagels. Holy shit, it's Jonathan. Holy yes! shit, Jonathan's on the show. <laughs> yes. Then we find out his name is Doyle, and I'm like, no, yes. his name is Jonathan. <laughs> so yeah. I apologize to anybody who's never seen Buffy, um, but he's just going to be Jonathan to me. <laughs> Yes, you. We should have known he was coming since Jane Espenson is writing on the show. Oh yeah, see that was you my that was that my hint. A Buffy thing. It's a Buffy yeah. thing, um, and uh, of course, why not? I mean, he's because great because she I mean, loves Jonathan. Yeah, 
Now, this is post-Buffy? I think it's the last season of Buffy. Isn't it 04? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Get my dates yeah. mixed up. Last season of Buffy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, Danny Strong is 33 years old, playing a college student. Hey, hey you know, <laughs> he could pull it off. Um, he's definitely an older looking college student. Like he's been there a few years, you know? Yeah. And that's okay because, you know, you expect the uh, editor of the Yale paper to be older. So, yes. Says that uh, Rory's articles are boring, yawn, very yawn. yawn. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Paris is very concerned in, until she finds out that she got her article in. So she's all good. She's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good. She's going to get a bagel. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Yeah, Lorelai is all about Rory getting some sort of payback, and and like as they're talking, all of a sudden realizes like, who am I supposed to be mad at? <laughs> Are we mad at Jackson? Are we mad at Dave? Because yeah. Dave is supposed to be calling at four o'clock. Yeah. No, we're not mad at Dave. Yeah, Lorelai has got. She's like got some anger. She needs to like displace it on something. I don't know. Where's the anger coming from? I I'm I don't sure. know. I'm not sure. Um. I just wrote down Rosa Parks sneezed five days ago. Oh, Rosa Parks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're having a business Michelle. meeting. Michelle can't enter the house because he sneezed five days ago. He's like, yeah. Rosa Parks. Uh, uh, Bruce came back because she's also a lactation specialist. Yep. And, and she, she got on to Lorelai for baby talking. As she should. Baby. As she should. Just because, no, it's not because, no, I'm not being a prude about baby talk. I'm being a person that does not want to hear it on my television right now. I, <laughs> I don't need yeah, to Yeah, it was it. very awkward. It's a chubby, chubby, uh, no, I don't, ugh, no. Auntie Lorelai going to steal your nose? No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> then when she does it to Michelle later, I'm like, no. Um, they make a really bad uh, retard joke uh, uh-huh. using the word retard and retard it. Uh. Uh-huh. And then, is it just me, or were they implying that Michelle was being attacked by dragonflies? Uh, yeah, I I assumed. Have you seen those like big green, like neon green moths? They're like huge ass moths. Maybe that's what I was imagining. Okay. Um, it was silly, but typical Michelle silliness. So back um, with Rory and Jonathan, it, you know, he's again. It's like she's well researched, but the right the writing, her opinions aren't aren't coming through. Uh huh. Because she tries so again she, and doesn't work. Yep. So she decides to go very opinionated, and he likes it. She yeah. Takes Lorelai to the ballet with her. It's no Giselle. Uh huh. It's that, no Giselle. Yeah, that's a that's an angel reference. Oh, okay. Thank you. Again, Gilmore Girls not interested in actually showing us the ballerina or any sort of shenanigans going on on the stage whatsoever. Yeah, it's all about Lorelai watching Rory and Lorelai. And Lorelai talk about yeah. it. So Rory writes a really horrible review, gets printed, and also gets a coffee mint as mm-hmm. a reward. Good job. Yeah. Rory. Okay. They talk about like, oh, is the floor slippery? And then they talk about her back fat. And then later on, when Lorelai is reading the article, she said, oh, roll of fat around a bra strap. And she was like, yeah, that was your line. Oh, I'm a terrible person. Yes, you're a terrible yes, person. Yes, exactly. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I don't want to get into it right now, but let's let's move towards that. Uh, uh, the, 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 okay. So Lorelai taking her baby talk out on Michelle. Yada yada yada. But oh yeah, uh, I wrote this note um, that I'm starting to get used to just seeing Michelle walking around Stars Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> like this is getting to be normal now. Okay. Um. And oh yeah, Lane is confused because of the the marriage jug, or she thinks is the marriage jug. Um, yeah, Mrs. Kim is just like, yeah, there's a random article of items here that's been in this house. I want to get rid of. Oh, let's send it to Dave in California. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, the marriage jug thing. Oh 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 yeah. So Lorelai goes into Luke's, runs into Nicole, and. <laughs> Yeah, you want she's Luke? shocked. I don't want him. <laughs> yeah, she's she's so awkward and and uncomfortable. She doesn't know what to say because because it, like it's so unexpected that she's on her territory. Yep. You know, and uh, oh, yeah. does Luke Nicole coming out? let a little smile out as she walks out the door? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've gotten to her. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Dave is very against the jug, and they get into a huge fight. We don't hear this because Dave's on another show. No, but yeah, but Rory is glad that they're not getting married because she's had enough young people get married in her life. (laughs) Right. I mean, I don't know why Dave got mad. I don't know. Uh, Because he's on another show and we really need to get rid of this character. He's not coming back. The show is getting very popular. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, that's when Rory discovers that somebody wrote Die Jerk. Die Jerk. On her door. I love how defensive Paris gets. Oh, and it's Paris like whole... assumes. Yeah, she assumes it's her. Yep. And just comes up with a yeah. list of enemies. And well, she, well, first we're look, uh, Rory, on. Rory says, okay, Lane, I got to go. We're assembling. We're assembling, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, this, like the... The Avengers? The Avengers, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Paris says, hug a dolphin another day. <laughs> <laughs> Make a list of your enemies. The Paris idea is, of somebody, of Rory making somebody mad... Is like Dorothy pissing off the Tin Man. <laughs> I just love that term phrase. Ah, so funny. Paris has her East Side Eight Sixty partners on it. Yes, East Side Eight. Wait, what is that? Is that the? It is some kind of gang. It's a it's a very New York reference. Oh, okay. Like, Did I not know. get that. Hmm. Um. So Lorelai asks Luke. Goes- Back to Luke's asking about Nicole. Yep. Uh huh. What's yeah? What's going on? You know, just grilling him. And he's, she was like, "Is it because of taxes?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she thinks it's weird that uh, what Luke and 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 Nicole are doing. Like, she really just keeps uh, wanting. She wants to know why, 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 why. She wants him to explain it, and he really can't explain it. And he was like, well, you know, just didn't want to go through the hassle of, oh, you didn't want to go through the hassle of a divorce? <laughs> yeah, I just, the the first, and I understand, it's because she has feelings for Luke that she's not admitting to herself or to him or to anyone. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, her first, like, method of, of discussion is just, like, argument rather is you know she really like leans on society's rules about what marriage should be like you you're married so you have to be living together you can't be like dating <laughs> you have to you have to do taxes like what do you write down in your tax form or your dating you know and it's just like like 
Lorelai, they got drunk on a cruise and were have you know having a little bit too much fun and ended up getting married at a spur of the moment thing and now realize it, it, it was a terrible idea. They rushed into it and now they're you know trying to see out see how it works. I mean, you yeah, know. and the divorce was a pain in the butt. It was driving Luke crazy. So that he's gonna they're gonna step back a moment and think about it with clear heads instead of right. the emotions of. Everything clouding their judgment. Right. I, it's just like they're, yeah, they're trying to date. And if they decide to break up, then they're going to have to go through the whole divorce thing. But, you know, it's like just because they're married doesn't mean they have to like follow the rules of, of marriage as set up by society. It's, I, it really is just comes down to a legal document, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I tell my wife anyway. Uh, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so Lorelai loses her appetite again and says she hates the new coffee pots. <laughs> uh, all right, so we have Sandra finally talking to Rory and justifiably gets at her because from what we've heard from this review so far, it sounds like Rory just spent the entire review just dunking on this girl. As yeah, if, comparing her to a hippo, talking about her back fat. The grace yeah. of a drunken dock worker. Like, some of this stuff is, I mean, I understand reviews. You have to give your opinion of what you thought about something. Yeah, but, but it's also insulting. It's also like on the internet. It's like, yeah. I'm uh, I'm writing this with uh, a concealed identity. Nobody knows my identity, and I can say whatever I want to say about somebody. And then the uh, the ballerina does find her and confronts her, and she has to be she has to answer for for what she said about the ballerina. And I just love how Rory is so like. Well, actually, you know what? I don't. I don't love how Rory is so naive about this. Like she wrote something some awful stuff about somebody as if like it was her and her and her mother sitting at home looking at a greeting card yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> like you don't just do that you don't just write awful things about somebody and put it in print and and also rory is is the one always getting known to lorelei for being judgmental or yeah. being mean about people what the hell, Rory? <laughs> really, honestly, it's just like, how did you, how did she not see? And, and she's even just like leaning back. She's like, oh, yeah, it was just, it was just a job. It was just an assignment. You don't have to take it. So like, of course yeah. she took it personally. Yeah. You get she humiliated wants. when Taylor hangs a poster of you in his window. <laughs> what if, what if he wrote all that stuff on the poster? How would you feel then, Rory? Why did she say it's Avril Lavigne's world and we're just living in it? Um... I'm, I'm assuming it's a reference to an Avril Lavigne song. It's complicated. <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> oh, no. Why, is it, why does it have to be so complicated? I don't know. I don't know but the, so the girl is talking about how she spent two summers in Miami dancing with the uh, Miami ballet dance, whatever. Yeah. And she's on the waiting list at Juilliard. Mm -hmm. It's just. And she's like. Know. Bad jerk, dad jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and then Paris comes by. The strike is is off. Stand down. I repeat, stand down. <laughs> That's great. Uh, all right. So um, we go back to the Gilmores, and technology has advanced. <laughs> the Gilmores have uh, Richard has a laptop, and he's got Wi-Fi installed. 
Yeah, he's walking he, around. He's so amazed. Yeah. The thing is, and- I remember doing the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> when I got Wi-Fi, I mean, gosh, this is 2004, I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I got Wi-Fi, quite honestly. It, no, I don't even think I – no, me. I'm not even sure. Can you remember when you got Wi-Fi? No, I don't remember. I should have written this date down. It was it was much more important than I remember it to be. <laughs> it just happened. Um, but but I he's, he's wondering about it. Yeah, he's wandering through. Oh, I can get it over here. And Emily, Richard, Richard, Richard. And he says, Emily, I'm going to Google you. Richard, don't Google me. <laughs> yeah, of course she doesn't understand what Google means. Uh Yes, and I love that Lorelai, Lorelai, of course, Petty Lorelai is very excited that Emily is now focusing all her hate on Jason, mm-hmm. but she's Super. also charmed by Jason because Jason's been sending her flowers and then, you know, his whole playing hard to get thing. The beard mm-hmm. is coming more. Mm-hmm. I'm not into this relationship yet. Um, hopefully I'll be convinced. Uh, they're trying to do a Christopher thing. They're trying to give him like, uh, oh, they were, they were, you know, they, they possibly had something when they were younger. And so therefore... You know, the chemistry is built into the character. Um, okay. I do love that Rory comes to the door and, and calls him Scooper, though. That was, <laughs> that, was a, that was really awesome. And then Lorelai gets very surprised by how harsh the review is. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Emily tells Richard to put the laptop back in its case. Remember when we kept laptops in cases? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, remember we had laptops. I don't have a laptop anymore. Oh, I have a. I, I've been using the same laptop for uh, many years. Uh, it's, it's recorded many podcasts. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. So Jason gets himself invited to dinner. And oh yeah, how about this seating arrangement? This is a little weird to you. Was this set up just for filming? <laughs> like this Probably. is the best way they can get the get the different reactions. Because, yeah, they yeah. wanted Jason uh, to be able to look. Straight directly at Lorelai right. As he he's asking Emily Oh do you have any suggestions For restaurants mm. Oh who doesn't love Italian You know trying to As he's having a conversation with Emily and Richard Trying to find out what Lorelai likes And where he can take Lorelai for dinner Yeah, yeah. Um, I do love that We find out that Chris ducked his head in the toilet That, um, that was just i you know, made me very happy. Um, yeah, but the seating arrangement is weird. It's like Rory is still sitting in her same spot, but they somehow wedged Jason right up next to her, like they're mm-hmm. elbow to elbow. It, yeah, <laughs> rather than in Rory moving down and, a little bit more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Her and between her and Emily, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Richard is sitting the, by most his lonesome at the end of the table. <laughs> yeah, and they're trying to you know they're talking about all the good things about the internet to Emily. Oh, they're shopping. You know, oh, well, I like, <laughs> Emily says, you know, I like going into a store and trying things on. And, oh, this is and, great. Yeah. And Lorelai and Rory were like, yeah, we missed that too. And she says, what about returns? Do you just send the things back? Oh, we mostly forget about it. <laughs> it's, that that yes, has not changed. Why do we do that? That has not why changed. Do do that? Oh, I know. I have a cabinet in my kitchen that I need to send back to Amazon. Yep. And uh, oh, we have I'm like just, a we have like a big cardboard box full of different things. It's usually it's not even just like because my kids are so freaking picky that we order stuff for them and they come you know especially when it comes to clothes or shoes. It's just oh, there's a line. Oh, this is too tight. Oh, this is too loose. It's never never just right. So <sighs> we've always got a running box of returns that uh, 
Yes, quite often we, you know, come tag sale time, we just drag that box down to the front line and <laughs> yeah, we'll sell these. They're brand new. Uh, yes, so that was that was fun. Um, so yeah, Lane- well, we found out that Lorelai got kicked out of camp one summer because she liberated the horses. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and then Richard and Emily get get on to Rory about the review and telling her that it doesn't don't feel bad. Some people at a young age like they should know that they're not picking the right profession. Yeah, now she can just go to business school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's like, of course, you know, like <clears throat> I mean, they talk about how useful reviews are, and they are. They're very useful, um, and it and it also is very funny that they they get talking about like how do you. You know, you have to depend on a certain reviewer to recommend a restaurant. No, nowadays you just go to Yelp, right? <laughs> and there are some people that have like high stars and they write a bunch and you can, you know, um, you can see that they're people that you can trust their opinion on. And then there are some people who are just like, you know, the food is garbage. The the waitress smells. Yes. You, know? you need to read a Many, many, many reviews. Yeah. So, uh, yes, and don't go to don't go into something blind without reading reviews, because but, they can t- pictures can tell lies. Right. They can make some pictures look really good. You need to read oh, a gosh. lot of reviews, and you ha- you need to read enough to know uh, to ignore some of the bad reviews and just think that there's some people that just can't be pleased. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, See, I'm kind of, I'm kind of making, you know, whenever I hear people like, gosh, you know, you know, I, you know what, Steph, I'm just going to call you, I'm going to call you out on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have not, I, I have not, I have not actually watched it yet, but last night okay. I saw a, a tweet from you that popped up. I was oh, just like, this, that so, this is, song. yeah, this is so bad or something like that. You said, I'm hating it. I'm hating it. And you, and you hashtag better call Saul. And yeah, I was just I like, bite. and I was like, so, a number, I haven't watched yet. Number one, I was looking forward to watching that, and I didn't need to see that. No, and obviously, I'm in charge of my own Twitter. <laughs> I can I can not follow you if I if I want to well, miss out on things or mute you for a little see, bit uh, or mute the hashtag even. I really need to go back and watch the end of the of season four four again because uh, I don't know if it's I'm not remembering things. But this uh-huh. how he how Jimmy becomes better call Saul. Is not They're telling me not showing me Okay 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 I'm not even getting in on on your opinion I'm just talking Mm -hmm. about reviews in general Like Mm -hmm. and and when when things on the internet Can be too cruel So so you wrote that and then you hashtagged it Better Call Saul which I'm sure Like some people behind Better Call Saul Might see it and they could You made them feel bad And I Uh, Well they should make a better show (laughs) (sighs) Damn it Maybe they'll go to business school <laughs> they should have a thicker skin. It's so funny how twisted I am about that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm super nice, and I feel bad when I like something a lot. But yeah, it, there are now, some things. See, that if I, it's something, if it's something big like Better Call Saul, I don't mind. But if it's something small, like, oh my gosh, I was listening to this uh, Jeffrey Epstein podcast, and it's done by ABC News. And it's so good. And uh, the guy who's make who does the, who's making the podcast, which you know, people that do podcasts for ABC News are like low, 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 low reporters, you know. Yep. And he liked it, so Aww. yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's like going to his boss saying, "Look, how many people, how much, uh, how much social media attention my podcast, you know." 
it's a, a metric yeah, that they I, use to see how popular it is. I'm I just, sure. I just, uh, <clears throat> I just love that show and I like the people behind it. And, um, it, 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 again, it's so funny how, um, contradictory I, I can be about I'm, my brain's flaking because this is like the end of our podcast, but, mm-hmm. um, like, cause I will totally go online and be like, what a hunk of shit or something like that. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. gosh, I will dunk on Rise of Skywalker all day if you let me. But yeah. then, you know, I'll let like three tweets out and I'm like, nobody wants to read this. <laughs> I'll just stop. <laughs> but uh, then I see something or somebody tweeting about something or review something that I was looking forward to and I haven't gotten a chance. To, I'm like, God damn it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, well, see, I, so would, mean? I wouldn't let another person's opinion uh, cloud my judgment or affect my viewing of something i just know that some people can't be pleased right right oh yeah no no there's sometimes i'm just like eh, that's what you think mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i move on um so i don't know i don't know how we got on this but yeah like it's so like i'm so like conflicted about like reviews are good if <sighs> so many reviews can just be dismissed like that's just like your opinion man you know <laughs> Yeah, or like all these uh, reviews online, people buy. But I'm sure some do. People like buy, a, a pay good... for somebody to write good reviews for them. There yeah. are people that are paid. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's some, though, that, you know, are worthwhile and, you know, help save you money or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so but conflicted. Are you saying that, you do, that sometimes you don't put a lot of stock into reviews? Yes, but then sometimes I do. And of course, I'm on a podcast where we're reviewing these TV shows episode by episode <laughs> and releasing really long podcasts about them. And yes. Do a Have you been to a hotel that sucked really badly and you wish that you would have read the reviews before you went? <laughs> I suppose so. That's I, just, I learned my though. lesson when I when I stayed at when we stayed uh, the first time we went to New York we stayed at a terrible hotel and yeah. Morgan was Morgan was like mom this is don't skimp on our room anymore <laughs> and so yeah we ended up at the Westin three hundred and fifty dollars a night Oof. you know so I I guess I guess I. I find the distinction between reading reviews about products and services different than mm-hmm. reviews about art because art is so subjective. Like mm-hmm. people, so many people hate things that I love and there's so many things that I hate that oh. people love. So, Well, I know. And it's very complicated because the Joker, I'm like, I can like the joke. I can like Joker and not want to go into a movie theater and shoot it up. I don't understand right, right, right. what the deal is. And no, it doesn't deserve 11 Oscar nominations. (laughs) No, it was for a Joker movie. It was a great Joker movie. I mean, why don't they? Will I watch it again? Probably not. Why don't they make movies like Gone with the Wind? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We have so much problems with the people in Gotham City as it is. We're going to give them awards now? Anyway. Sorry, that was a really big... Big joke, big big swing I took for that joke. So, and uh, the Joker would appreciate it. This is uh, this is the gold that I don't edit. Enjoy. Okay. <clears throat> what? Oh, Rory goes back to Doyle. Doyle. Jonathan wants to, wants to re-review the ballet, but it closed early because of your bad review. <laughs> Gosh, 
She said, let's do a general interest story on the on the lead ballerina. He, oh, is this the hippo? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I don't know. Again, I don't want to keep going on and on and on about it. But here we are talking about the Yale Daily News as if that's like some sort of like distinguished publication. But maybe it is. I, I don't know. But to me, I'm like, oh, it's a school newspaper. <laughs> I guess it's like oh no, I, no. newspaper. But on these, I've yeah, these college dude, these are huge. These these are the people that go on to work for the New York Times. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Jonathan says it goes with the territory. It's what we do. Writing for Yale Daily News makes her a real journalist. So, um, so uh, uh, Rory ends up going to uh, like a folk music festival or something, and is immediately like appalled by the the. Michael Row the Boat Ashore. And, oh, it's Seth MacFarlane. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's singing badly. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my last question I have written down here, um, and we can go back and talk about Lane, but is this going to be Rory's profession? And what has led up to the idea that Rory is a writer? Because she wants to be Christiane Almanpour. Have you not been paying attention? Oh, yeah, that's right. She the wants to be in the trenches. Yeah, yes, yeah, she wants yeah. to be in the trenches. <sighs> Darn it. She's, you know, yeah, she wants to take her mommy and she's going to teach Lorelai to work a camera. Yes, 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 you're right. I'm dumb. Lane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't give Dave the jug. Tell us, Mama. Uh, tell us, Mama. Yeah, Mrs. Kim is making spaghetti and wheat balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lane respects the jug. And yeah, so so she says that um, she puts she's like okay and puts it on clearance and has to tell Lane that it was just a jug. And you were uh, crying, you were always crying. It was just trying to make you stop crying. <laughs> yeah, so it was like I was like, how would that make a child stop crying? But I guess it was one of those things like you know, like let's distract the child with some sort of like whimsical yeah. story about a magic jug or you know a marriage jug or whatever. How special a jug is, uh, yeah. Well, anyway. and I'm sure, you know, if Mrs. Kim was your mother when you were a small child, you would cry too. I would, but I'd be a fine and upstanding citizen as well. <laughs> and a good Christian. And a vegetarian. And a vegetarian. A and good Seventh-day Adventist. Yes. You know, Kellogg cereal, that he was Seventh-day Adventist. That's why we have cereal. Huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, oh, and... I don't. I can't remember the scene, but Lorelai is talking about how she wants Luke to understand that whoever is in Luke's life is in her life too. So her and Luke's lives are so intertwined. Luke is so important to her mm-hmm. that this this really affects her too. Whatever Luke is doing. Boy, I wonder what that means, Lorelai. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right. So, what are the episodes for next week? Unless you had more to say about this one. We're just running really long. <laughs> palpable bi- vibe. Grandma and Grandpa didn't notice the palpable vibe between Lorelai and Jason. Because uh, Rory's glad that they're going out together. Okay. Next week, Ted Koppel's Big Night Out. <laughs> okay. Ted Koppel's, uh, Ted Koppel is a newscaster. Yeah. Speaking does, of ABCDs. Yeah. Nightline. Um. Yeah. So hmm, I wonder what that means. I mean, I wonder if does does Rory get into a little TV news? Um. I mean, you know, Yale TV news, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Okay. The nanny and the professor. Oh, that's a reference to something. Is that a, is that a movie? Huh. The nanny and the professor. Like, okay. So who's all right? So 
the nanny. So that that's somebody who is helping taking care of Sookie's baby, right? And then the professor. The professor. I mean, we've only seen like one teacher maybe. And that's the person that says freshman <laughs> when he wanders into the Yale class. Oh, we did see a, a teacher in this episode. Oh, we did? Yeah, he was talking about Oh, it was the it was the uh uh it was the episode where Rory was looking for a place to study because that's why she was in a panic to to read because uh there was a mistake on the syllabus and their reading had been pushed up a week. She uh. had more work to do. And he was saying, you know, yeah, my my in-laws have moved back to town, so we're all, you know, nobody's immune to uh, these life inconveniences. All right. <clears throat> nanny the Professor was a TV series, and it was all about a charming British nanny who takes care of the outer three out-of-control children that are uh, uh, a widower professor. And... Um, and she uh, she doesn't have magic powers, but she has finally developed intuition. <laughs> and okay, uh, yeah, it starred. Oh my gosh, is this true? Uh, it starred. No, no. What the heck? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the last part of our podcast. So I'm dragging it out. I'm trying to load a prof- load a uh, nanny the professor wiki page. Um. The youngest kid is played by Kim Richards. Kim Richards is a child actress and um, she is the aunt to Paris Hilton. <laughs> there you go. She was on Real Housewives as well. I okay. don't know, I have any idea what this has to do with Gilmore Girls, but <laughs> okay. there's our research done for next week. All right. So the third episode is In the Clamor and the Clangor. Yeah, I've got nothing. I have no idea. And then the fourth episode is A Family Matter. A Family Matter. Well, that's pretty much every episode of um, <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kim Richards, she played Tia in Escape to Wicks Mountain. Oh. Huh. <laughs> I'm looking at the internet, which means I'm not very talkative. I apologize. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, uh, a uh, a, a character comes back in that episode, and a question will finally be answered. Okay, fam. Okay, thank you for the clue. Okay, that gives me something to chew on here. A family affair. Is it a, a family matter? Yes, a family matter. Uh-huh. Oh God, is it Urkel? You're not even going to laugh at the Urkel joke. I mean, no, what am I somebody, doing? somebody from the past. <laughs> somebody from the past. Uh, okay. And something is finally cleared up. All right, so Christopher finally shows up and punches Digger in the face. Um, let's see, what else could it be? Some somebody returns. Somebody, I mean, the Max. Qu- oh, oh, John Ham's coming back. That's it. John Ham <laughs> comes back and proves to everybody that he's not boring. That is a question we had. John Ham couldn't possibly okay. be boring. Mm-mm. He oozes charm and charisma. Yeah. Or, oh, here we go. Jess what? returns. Jess finally says that Rory was the one behind the wheel of the car. <laughs> this is it. Finally going to be proven right. Okay. Good night. Are, are we ready to law our way out of here? Yes. Let's la la la. La la la. La 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 la. La 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 la. La. la, 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 la. la.